This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. with the Comstock Report. The February USDA Supply Demand Reports. USDA came through as usual with a bearish take on the corn market fundamentals. They came in well above the average trade gas for the corn carryover at 1.502 billion bushel, just a 50 million bushel reduction from the January report. That was from a 50 million bushel increase in corn exports. They left the ethanol crush and feed usage unchanged. That flowed through to a 6.5 million metric ton increase in world-ending stocks at 286.5 million metric ton. USDA left estimates of Brazil and Argentine corn production unchanged from the January report. They were 109 and 47.5 million metric ton, respectively. I think they need a better weatherman. Our says that Argentine conditions are going to be extremely dry for the next 30 days, which is in their critical growing period. Frankly, their Argentine corn production estimate seems out in left field to me. The trade was looking for a 47.2 million metric ton Argentine crop. The negative take on fundamentals should give end users in China another buying opportunity. If you look at the stream of the USDA data, there has been bias sustained for most of a year. USDA was better aligned with the trade on soybean fundamentals. They concurred exactly with the average trade estimate for 119 million bushel soybean carryover, tightening from 140 in the January report. They increased soybean exports by 20 million bushel, leaving the domestic crush unchanged. They also nearly matched the average trade guess for world-ending soybean stocks of 83.4. 119 million bushels is pipeline supply, or the amount of soybeans still left rattling around in the auger tubes. They're going to need to buy every bean left in farmers' bins to reach the next harvest. That harvest will be critical, more so than usual, as the cushion in a carryover literally doesn't exist. I would call the unchanged USDA Brazil and Argentine soybean production estimates as lazy, 133 and 48 million metric tons respectively. Early harvest reports from Brazil have been disappointing. The dry conditions earlier in the growing season in the Mato Grosso set record moisture deficits. Recent rains have helped, but some irreversible damage was done. The other surprise is that they did not take away from the Argentine soybean crop. The La Nina weather pattern in South America has recently developed along the lines of what is typical with dry conditions for Argentina. The worst there is yet to come. I did not see the USDA Argentine production estimates holding up. The USDA stuck their guns with their 836 million bushel wheat carryover unchanged from January. They also stuck with their estimates for exports and usage, duplicating their January report wheat assessment. While they left U.S. wheat numbers alone, they did reduce world wheat stocks from 313.2 million metric ton in January to 304.2 million metric ton now. Russia and others have production issues. I think that the United States will have a wheat production problem come spring. The La Nina should extend into the growing season, impacting wheat first and potentially hardest. They may be planting spring wheat in the dust in the Plains states in Canada. It will take more than a so-called bearish USDA report to set a top for the markets. Tops are typically made on good news, not bad. I think that USDA is understating export demand 
and that China will yet shrink our corn carrier further. I also think that both Brazil and Argentine crops are at greater risk. With world stocks shrinking, the importance of the U.S. crop this next season become more critical than ever. There's no cushion in old crop stocks of any kind for planting, growing, or harvest issues, so they will be magnified over what they have been in recent years. Dr. Elwin Taylor set the positive 7 benchmark for the 90-day SOI as what he used to signal La Nina conditions for the U.S. Corn Belt. The current 90-day SOI is a positive 14.76 with a 30.96 daily contributor, so there's no sign of an SOI weakening. A pattern change typically takes months. There are other indicators for La Nina, but Taylor says that the SOI ties to our U.S. Corn Belt weather. The USDA may have set up a situation that will prove even more bullish ahead. This report doesn't suggest that further demand rationing for corn is needed. If wrong, as we expect, that means that the rationing process will be delayed in getting started, shortening the time available that they need for end users to make adjustments later on. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.